Are you gay? Geeky? Just enjoy hearing your good Judy's dish about the latest in pop culture? Well, then you're in luck. The boys of Flame On are here for you. In every episode, we discuss the topics that entrance us. Whether it's comics, TV, movies, drag queens, or video games, we've got you covered. So, if you're ready for your gay and geeky slice of pop culture life, then sit back and get ready to Flame On! Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. What's going on, everybody? Pat Bear here, and I am back with my cast of cohorts who were just tickled <laughs> to death with their own antics. <laughs> Eric did the dab. It was the dab that got me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can take you guys oh. anywhere. Oh, it started out as a very benign dance to the theme song, and it just like I was just like waiting for the death drop, and, and then Eric did the dab, and I was like, "Well, that's it. I can't top that." Oh, well, we are here, as you have heard. BJ is here. What's up? Oh, now, now you regained composure. You're like. <laughs> And I'm back. <laughs> and Eric is Uh-oh. here as well. Hello. <laughs> the uh oh got it forgot me. Oh, <laughs> uh, we are back and to uh we're here to talk about pop culture. It's another month. We're in February of twenty twenty four. Uh this is our first we'll call it our, our roundup, our first full cast. I roundup recording. Brian is uh traveling at the moment for work so he will not be joining us on this occasion but we are back it's a new year full of new things to talk about we have uh entertained your ears with talk of doctor who in january uh gay music at the beginning of this month and now we're back to talk about the things that are uh are, are just making us giddy with excitement or i don't know i think all the i think all of these topics are actually good topics for us there's been no hate watching as of late. BJ hasn't forced <laughs> me to watch anything that I will just regret instantly yet. Oh no, I'm absolutely yet. I'm I'm going I'm sitting down and I'm going to make a list of shows and any that we have watched, I'm going to say we need to do a, we need to do a hate watch microsode of a show like Glee is definitely on the list because that one started out solid. And then it just, I hate watch that Gotham. I hate watch the crap out of that. 
there's I know there's at least one or two reality series that you hate watched. So I feel like we, we need the hate watch corner. No. <laughs> you, don't, you don't want people to know what you hate watch. <laughs> oh, God, no. They know. How many times did I talk about, like, Gotham? We talked about Gotham, like, every single episode when we oh, were all was, together. It gets and worse I, and worse. For real, though. And I literally just kept on talking about how much I hate watched it through <laughs> the finale. But we'll see. Maybe. Maybe there'll be something fun out there. I know we were talking about, um, oh, God, what's the, the Dilf one or the Dilf Manor? Oh, Dilf Manor that I didn't think was a real show until, like, I actually Googled it and was like, <laughs> oh, my God, this is a real television show. This is I know there's one for, there's one with porn stars, too, in New York. I just can't. That one pops up on my my TikTok feed every now and then. And I'm like. What is Boomer Banks doing? Like, what is this? <laughs> why Why is there a confession thing with Boomer Banks? Getting paid. Getting paid is what he's doing. Wait, <laughs> I, true. Forget, I forget which one. I, get, I forget which one uh, likes me a lot. I think it's Bo. I mean, it's one of the Banks boys. Not Brant's boys. That's a whole different thing. <laughs> That's a different thing. I have not met any of, of Brant's boys. <laughs> not saying i wouldn't want to meet any of france boys but i have not met them no i think uh i think it was i think it was Bo who used to work at parliament a lot like he anthony loved him and he would bring him down all the time and literally like i saw him at drycon a couple of times i've seen him at different events and that boy will just run up to me and give me the biggest hug sweetest person in the world um but yeah, no, we'll 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 have to figure out some uh, some watching for some of the uh, the crazier things out there. I'll give in for those. I won't go back and like rewatch Glee. <laughs> the only thing I'll rewatch uh, for Glee are the musical performances and the ones that I like because there are a few that are really good Glee performances. But I will not rewatch the show. There's Most actually a Glee re- there's a Glee reference in my topic, so this actually fits with my topic. <laughs> oh, good, 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 and yeah, there. Wait, there was a Glee um, retrospective podcast, but I think they stopped. Right, it was with Artie uh, and uh, Tina. Yes, the actors that yeah. played Artie and Tina, they they did it and they like I th- I think they they documented their entire time on the show and have even brought people on from the yeah, show. Yeah, but I, I think they got to a certain point. It might have been around the time that like um Cory Monteith um was no longer no, alive. It, it was um Rivera um Naya Naya yeah, I think it was when she passed. They kind of wrapped the show um, because oh, okay. the sh- they didn't start recording. They didn't start doing the show. I think till after they wrapped the show completely. Oh yeah, no, no. This was like a pandemic thing. Like this started like I want to say yeah. like twenty twenty. I just meant when um, when Finn died on the show, like around that time, oh, like that, yeah. like when they. I think it was like before that happened because they didn't want to talk about it on the podcast. Oh, okay. And which might have also coincided around the time that Naya passed. Because, I mean, between uh, Corey Monteith, Naya Rivera, and then I forget the guy who played Pucks, 
what his name was, but oh yeah, some... I forgot about him. Naya's Naya's death was the only one that was like supremely tragic because yeah. that was of no fault of her own and uh, was potentially saving her child in the process. So that one hit me hard. I Naya Rivera was so incredibly talented. And it was, it's such a shame that she passed away um, when she did. Anywho, we're talking about that right now. That's not, uh, this is not a Glee uh, <laughs> retrospective conversation. I said we weren't doing not, that. Not yet, anyway. <laughs> not, at, not at this juncture. Maybe at the like 25 minute mark, we'll figure that out. All right. Well, <laughs> let's dive into, uh, let's dive into a topic. Let's talk. Let's do this. We are here to uh, chat about uh, pop culture for the month, so I'm going to throw it over to BJ for our first topic. What you got for us that's going to contain a Glee reference? So, uh, funny enough, I have talked about this show technically before. I believe it was our web, when we were doing our web series, uh, Microsode, Um and it a couple is, times, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, I've, um, I've posted the pilot at least twice on our, on, on our <laughs> socials. Uh, Has been Hotel, which finally saw it was picked up by. I think I always get this wrong. It was picked up by A23, not 24. I always say 24. Um, and Bento Box, a uh, dis- animation distribution company, um, in conjunction with Spindle Horse uh, Studio. Um, and it is, uh, created by Vivian, oh, I'm going to mess up. Finally, I'm the one see the, the Ah. the tech curse curse passed to you (laughs) and the mispronunciation has passed to me. So Vivian Madrano, that, ha, I got it right. Vivian Madrano. And it's in it's in an attempt to find a nonviolent alternative for reducing hell's overpopulation. The daughter of Lucifer opens a rehabilitation hotel that offers a group of misfit demons a chance at redemption. Um, and it is like I loved the pilot. The pilot was super entertaining, very cute. Uh, I'm a sucker for a redemption story. It kind of feels um, it makes it gives me good place vibes. Um, except it is definitely a hard R, um, as far as co- adult content goes. It is a very hard R. Listen, we don't, we don't use the hard R, okay? That's what gets you in trouble. No, no. In Black History Month? Um. <laughs> I was going to say that, but I was like, nope, nope. I know it's coming. <laughs> um. But no, the it was uh, picked up by Amazon Prime because I think there were rumors that it was either going to go the HBO, uh, it was going to go the Max or um, or Amazon Prime, and it ended up being on Amazon Prime. And the original pilot had fifty three million views as of like I want to say because the pilot came out four years ago. Um, so this uh, this started uh, I want to say just last month. Um, yeah, it started January. So yeah, the, uh, the, the thing is the pilot, they definitely switched up a uh, voice cast. Um, so, uh, Charlie this time around is voiced by Erica Henningsen, who was, um, in the Mean Girls. They were the first Katie Harrington in the Mean Girls Broadway musical. Uh, and we've got Keith, blah, 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 ready to go. Um, 
Is it Keith David? Yes, Keith David, um, who most of y'all would know from Princess and the Frog. He was in Armageddon. Hell, he was in The Thing. He's been in everything. Um, so Keith David. Um, and then you've got um, Alex Brightman, who actually is in a couple of uh, Vivian's other... Uh, she has another project called Hell of a Boss, which takes place in the same universe. And Alex Brightman plays a character there. He plays Serpentius in this one, one of the residents of the hotel. And he also plays uh, the Angel of Adam, the first man uh, in this. So Alex Brightman has been has been hitting it hard with, um, with Vivian Moreno. Uh, and then we've got... Uh, oh, here we go. I don't this know about their personal life like that, BJ. Damn. <laughs> of all the business out there oh yeah no i was that's the thing is I, as soon as they said they were changing up the voices i was getting a little bit antsy because i was like i really liked the voices of the pilot um especially when they said they were revoicing the character that keith david plays but i love keith david he's uh, he's in everything i absolutely love him but then there's stephanie stephanie beatriz beatriz Stephanie Beatriz, um, she was in Encanto as um, Mirabelle, and she was in um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine as Rosa. Um, She's in this. She plays opposite, um, she plays uh, Vaggie, um, as in Vagina, um, opposite, the main love interest of Charlie Morningstar. Uh, (laughs) There's so many vagina jokes that happen. Not as many as I expected. Which actually was very nice. I, it was, it's low-hanging fruit, and they only picked it twice. So, <laughs> um, And then what, it, what was a super awesome surprise to me is Jeremy Jordan, um, who played – he was in Supergirl as, like, the weird – like, you know, he's the guy that made all the suits and all – he's the techie guy. Um, he plays Lucifer Morningstar, and he's really good. I didn't realize he had that much of a musical background. But apparently he's got a huge musical background. Uh, he does a ton of voice work for a bunch of random animated series. Um, it seems like he's a little bit more of a voice actor than he is an actor actor. Um, so that was kind of nice. I always like it when anima- animated uh, properties kind of pull more from voice acting uh, experience than just like whatever big names they can pull. So yeah, it's honestly, it's even though it's got a R, R rating... It's not as raunchy as like something like Family Guy or anything like that. It's got its moments, but in all honesty, the show is just the animation quality alone is absolutely breathtaking. And I wish Brian, I need Brian to watch it because they do a really interesting thing with some of the character voices. Uh, there's a character called Vox who is like, he's like a demon of uh, television. And whenever he gets mad or twitchy or he yells at somebody, his voice does this weird thing where like, you know, when you turn up the TV too loud and it sounds almost muffled, it's just really loud. Um, His voice does that. And then you've got Alistair who's a radio demon and he has a radio filter on his voice at all times. And when he does things like laugh, there's a laugh track in the background. Or if he's dancing, there's like a little like 1920s jig going on. So the 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 sound engineering is absolutely weird. It's it's be- I honestly love it. Like you hear him for a split second without the filter, and it's jarring. 
because you get so used to hearing him with a radio filter on his voice. Um, but it's honestly the show, it's really queer positive. Um, uh, they were renewed immediately. They were new. They were given a, a season one and a season two, like right off the gate. Uh, and I believe the pilot, the pilot um, views has since the show came out have surpassed like a, a hundred million. So it had its own built-in fan base going in, and Amazon cashed in on that. Uh, I I personally didn't realize how big the fan base was until the show aired, and like it's insane. Have any of you, have either of you seen it or heard any of the music? Not I. Well, I'm boycotting Amazon Prime TV shows because fuck that two ninety nine for no commercials. Oh, and that hit right I'm when a- the show dropped. I know because you showed me them charge two ninety nine for fucking commercials for no commercials. <laughs> Damn it, BJ. <laughs> I didn't know. Hon- Honestly, like, I mean, I I don't normally watch a lot of Amazon Prime shows. I'm glad that Upload season three was out, and I watched it before this happened because. I'm kind of mad about it now because it's a <laughs> shitty interface. Honestly, like it's not a great yeah, platform it's really to try to bad. Yeah, it's yeah, it's weird. It, honestly, Paramount Plus is the worst one. I can't. It it's always re optimizing every time I watch it. Every every time I've watched uh, Star Trek the past month. Yeah, I, I I'm telling you, every time I watch Star Trek the past month, it'll start the commercials and then it'll jump back. To the beginning of the previous section, so I have to fast forward. You're on the back poor setting <laughs> because you're on the poor setting with commercials. No, Zach is on the Benjamin poor setting. Joseph. <laughs> Zach, Zach is on the poor setting because I'm using his his account. So. <laughs> I, but, honestly, um, I, people have said that I have no problem with Paramount Plus whatsoever. I actually probably the that's probably the platform I use the most. Out of the the streamers, like the these so like direct streaming services, um, because it has so many things that I like to watch, like you know, Drag Race stuff and uh, challenge stuff and all that. Um, but Amazon Prime, it's just it just feels so fucking clunky and it's never responsive. Like it's very hard, it's hard to navigate for me. Um, but I have yeah, not, I haven't gotten around to watching it. I, I knew you were going to be through the roof when that got announced. And oh, yeah, it, I'm yeah, it, it, I, cause I watched the pilot. I think I want to say I watched the pilot, me, I think about cause I've, cause she did a bunch of music videos. So I've been following her career. She posted a lot of her student projects on, uh, YouTube. So she was one of the first YouTubers that I ever followed. So when she when she released the pilot, which I believe was for one of her final was it was just a passion project of hers. I was like, oh, this is cool, man. This sucks. Like I was really hoping like something like this should get picked up. And then like four or five years later, here we are. And season one is like in the books done and breaking all kinds of records because I think it's the only it's the second adult animated series on Amazon Prime next to Invincible. Um and it blew Invincible's numbers out of the water. So blew um, it's just damn. <laughs> yeah, it really is adult. Um oh. <laughs> <laughs> what's but what's what's really cool is the honestly the songs are freaking amazing. Cause you've got every, you've got a there's a handful of like traditional Broadway type songs. Uh, Loser Baby is a really good one. Um, and then 
Um, Happy Day in Hell is probably one of the funniest ones I've ever listened to. Um, and then you've got ones that have a more pop sound, uh, Poison, which they released before the show dropped. They released kind of like a lyric music video. Um, that one was really, really good. And I, I'm going to post a lot of these up on the, uh, up on the Facebook for everybody to, to watch and listen to, but it's the songs are really, really good. And in fact, two of them are on the billboard charts right now. Uh, I believe poison is like number four or five. So the songs are really, really good. The, the voice, most of the voice cast is either Broadway or Broadway adjacent, which is crazy to me. Um, and speaking of uh, Broadway and nonsense and everything. Uh, so Glee uh, the actor who played Blaine, Darren Chris, he plays St. Peter. <laughs> and not, when I tell not you... Not you using his Glee credit to, like, <laughs> as if you said, as if you would have said Darren Chris, and we'd have been like, who? He'd be like, Blaine from Glee. And we'd be like, oh, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> you use that as his credit to be like, yes, this guy. Oh. And he played the music meister on Supergirl. I don't. I think that's an even deeper cut. <laughs> he he he's now he's been found dead in his home because that's the reference that was used for him on the show. Um, God damn. But he plays he plays Saint Peter, um, and it's the, his song is really funny because I feel like it's making fun of him. Because uh, a, a lot of the times that actor sings, there's a lot of like oh like noises he does when he sings and 90 half half of what saint peter does in that song is the weird musical moans um welcome to heaven so it's it's really good honestly the the whole show it's got it's honestly if you really liked the good place i think this show would kind of fit right in because it does deal with a lot of those like the idea of redemption and it's the idea of like do you deserve do you deserve to be redeemed after you're dead because technically you're dead so you should be done um what makes a good person good um you know when are you overstepping your boundaries there's actually a lot of lessons in there about boundaries which is kind of nice um but yeah it's uh, you know it's it's crass but it's not crass for crass sake um yeah, I think I think honestly everybody should give this give the show a watch if they haven't already. And like I said, it's super popular right now. Everybody's everybody's watching it. Um, all the all my favorite reactors have all like simultaneously started watching it at the same time. So before bed, I usually just sit on YouTube for like forty minutes and and watch everybody reacting to it. Um, but yeah, it's. It's really, really good. The team should be very proud. Uh, if you like, if you actually, if you liked ha- uh, Has Been Hotel, uh, you should also give Hell of a Boss a uh, a try, which is takes place in the same universe. Um, but that one is a free show on YouTube, so maybe less commercials, depending on which YouTube service that you are sub- subscribed to. <laughs> depending on which level of poor you are. bj realized like if he just keeps like just talking i can't make stupid remarks because they were (laughs) i was like 
just I wanted to jump in there and and, and say stupid <laughs> shit. It just kept going. He figured out how to stop me. You have your own segment to say stupid shit in. <laughs> I know, but I was gonna. I mean. <laughs> Darren Chris is sending his people out to attack you with copies of his Christmas CD, <laughs> just like throwing stars. His his terror his his really weird rendition of "Baby It's Cold Outside." <laughs> Eric, didn't you? Didn't you? Wasn't that like one of your your topics? <laughs> one of your picks in for music? Didn't you do the Darren Chris uh, Christmas album? No, no, no. Um, that was somebody else. I was like, I swear we talked about it and how homosexual his the cover of that album is. <laughs> For being a heterosexual man, <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> I don't know. Anywho, well, has been hotel streaming on Amazon Prime. Uh, if you're like me and you're one of the poor's, you're gonna have to sit through some commercials. Uh, if you're <laughs> I say that as if I don't pay $140 a year for Amazon Prime already, but uh, right. yeah, I'm not paying an extra $3 a month for no commercials on Amazon Prime. Uh, but go watch it. Check it out. If you watch the uh, the pilot episode on YouTube because of BJ's incessant talking about it, you would think the man <laughs> would have got a, a fucking sponsorship from the show with how much he's mentioned it. Um, but, you know... <laughs> We could have been could have been making money off of this BJ. Now they got Amazon money. Now they got Amazon money. Let's get that working. <laughs> but if you watch the pilot because of BJ's posting, and then you check, uh, you watch the show on Amazon. Let us know. We want to hear about it and uh, tell us your thoughts about Has Been Hotel. All right, I'm going to go next because my topic's a a little bit probably shorter. Um, so I'll dive into. The Traders season dose or part two, if uh, you're of a certain age and that means something to you, <laughs> because I said that at the bar last night and the my two friends had no fucking clue what I was talking about. And then I turned to dust and floated away for the night. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I realized I hang out with way too many, like 25 to 30 year old men now. And I'm like, this is horrible. I feel ancient. They I was like started... you once. I was beautiful. <laughs> and I looked just like you. I don't think that was ever true. But uh, yeah. But uh, I think I talked about the traders. It might have been a one-up. Um, because I don't think I talked much about it as far as like a, a, a full topic. When season one premiered. And that was partially because... Um, I was excited that Sari was on the show. So season two is back. It's on Peacock. It is a the American, the U.S. version of um, a show that has multiple iterations. Australia has a version of the Traders. The U.K. has a version of the Traders. We have our version of the Traders now. And it came back for season two. I think we I might have mentioned it in a one up when the cast was announced. Because uh, as opposed to season one, season one had half reality stars and half regular people, people like us that went to a castle in Scotland and had to play challenges. And then essentially, um, I've never played it, but uh, I've seen it compared to Mafia, 
uh, by yep. some people online, the game Mafia, or I guess maybe even Werewolf. Like, is Werewolf. Oh, that- yeah. Mafia, Secret Hitler, lots of those types um, of games. Yeah, Villa. I think there's there's one called Clock Tower that's a lot like Werewolf. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So, um, quick kind of rundown on it. Now, season two, it's all 20 uh, reality competition people. So, it's more of a celebrity, like full celebrity version. Uh, I guess they realize that uh, regular people don't really stack up well against uh, reality stars, most of whom have played games where deception is part of winning the game. Uh, so they figured, fuck it, we can double the amount of uh, fandom that we get by bringing in 20 reality stars versus uh, 10 and then 10 regular people. But 20 people, in this case, all reality stars go to Scotland and Alan Cumming is the host for the festivities. He then brings them to the round table and has them blindfold themselves, walks around and chooses a number of traders. The last duck, two goose. seasons is duck duck goose <laughs> style, very much so. Uh, in the and uh, I don't know if maybe in future seasons they may increase or decrease the number that it starts with, but the last two seasons it's been three traders to start. They are then tasked with uh, they're they're chosen by being tapped on the shoulder as Alan walks by, and then they have to blend in and get everybody to not think that they're a traitor. So they're the one thing that I do I never understood was they kind of were playing it sort of like the mole, which was a an early two thousands television show that came back on Netflix during uh, like twenty twenty one twenty two, where somebody is infiltrating and trying to sabotage the missions to not make the pot get larger. But the problem with that is the mole or in this case the traders if they make it to the end they win the money that's in the pot so why wouldn't you want more money in the pot like i don't understand this that's neither here nor there at this moment in time but at the uh the crux of it the uh everybody gathers around the round table they hash out who they think should be banished they banish one person and then the traders convene and murder someone so every episode essentially ends with two people being eliminated uh, and then there's twists and turns that abound. We are still probably about halfway through this season, so I'm not going to dive too much into any spoilery stuff. Uh, but one of the things that really tickled me with the casting was there were two people that I really like that were part of it, uh, and a couple that I was like, hey, these are pretty cool casting choices, and then some that I was just like, I don't like her. Um, is the Serena Chacha of the season for me. But we have the casting of Peppermint from RuPaul's Drag Race and Sandra Diaz-Twine from Survivor. Those are my two favorites that got um, that got brought onto the cast. You also have you people like, like C- I hate her. Uh, <laughs> she's my Serena Chacha of the season. I, I hate is a strong word. I do not like Parvati. I do not like Parvati. Um, is it you didn't when like I went, her on Survivor, or you don't like her on Traders? Or yes, yes. <laughs> the answer is yes. Um, I didn't mind her on her second run on Survivor mm-hmm. um, because, as we all know, I watched forty seasons of Survivor in forty-five days during a very deep and dark time <laughs> during the height of the pandemic. Um, what was she was Cook Islands? 
Was that the the that, infamous season sounds, of right? separating separating by uh, by ethnic backgrounds? <laughs> Way to start your career being on the one where they're like tribe of white people, tribe of Spanish people, tribe of Asian people, tribe of black people. The show that almost got Survivor uh, canceled because their sponsors went to poll immediately following that season. Because um, people were complaining but, that they didn't have enough diversification, so they decided we'll do segregation. <laughs> Race wars. <laughs> Race. Race? <laughs> You're a little blob. <laughs> You're a little black person. A black person. A little black <laughs> race. Race? Oh, peppermint. <laughs> oh my god. It's fashion. <laughs> it's fashion. <laughs> it's fashion. But is it fashion? It's fashion. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Monet. <laughs> 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 oh, call the Uber. <laughs> call the Uber, Kennedy. Kennedy, call the Uber. <laughs> oh. oh my god. Oh, I always forget about that one and you mention it and it sends me. It sends me. Oh. The look on Peppermint's face the whole time. It's just the <laughs> The look on Peppermint's face every single time sends me into fits because she's like, <laughs> the, uh, oh, the, "There was a meme. God. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, not that. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you see? Did you see that article about RuPaul in Vanity Fair? Oh, the fracking. <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> The synchronize, like the fact that they eventually synchronize into the pendulum together, like that. That's still my favorite part of that entire clip. <laughs> Anywho, but yeah. So after the race wars, um, her second run on Survivor was probably my favorite. That was Micronesia fans versus favorites one, like in the Black Widow Brigade, her and um, mm-hmm. uh, the one from China. God damn, why can't I think of her name right now? The doe-eyed Amanda. It was her, Amanda, Sari, and then uh one other, the the Black Widow Brigade. Like that was a great like that I liked Parvati at, at that point. And then uh Heroes versus Villains, not a fan, because she aligned with Russell and I just I could not stand it. And then I mean, Winners at War was whatever, but not my favorite person, but I know she is reality TV. Like she is well known and well regarded. Uh, Sandra is still my. I'm still. I'm Team Sandra when it comes to the team. Uh, queen, Sandra queen versus Parvati. <laughs> queen stay queen. Queen stays queen. That's my. Uh, mm. uh, but those are my two favorites. And then you got CT and Bananas from the Challenge World and Trishel. Uh, fuck Trishel. Um, you have a bunch of. Housewives cast Phaedra, Cherie, Larissa. I think Michael Jordan's son was cast on it. I think he's married to one of the housewives. Um, MJ from uh, Shaws of Sunset. Like, there's a bunch of people. Great casting this time around. And um, aside from the only thing I will spoil is Peppermint gets, uh, is not the first person off the show. 
someone gets murdered first before the banishment. I think because I think it starts with a murder and then and then a banishment in the second episode. Um, she was the first one banished. So if you were going in watching for Peppermint, you get two episodes and that's it, unfortunately. Um, but it's this season actually has been really good. It always starts out chaotic as fuck and nobody ever is on any track of figuring anything out. But they've actually gotten onto the trail of the traitors at this point. And I'm really curious to see how the rest of the show plays out. Um, because unlike werewolf or mafia or secret Hitler, and I forget what I was, I was reading an article that really kind of dove into the thing, or it might've been Peridium's uh, YouTube channel was talking about it. You can't have this game end prematurely. You can't have in like the second or third or fourth episode eliminate the three traitors because they have a series order that they've got to fill and X number of spots to have in the final, like at the end of it. So that's where like the reality, the unscripted, but script like the the story uh, story producers have to kind of come in and help shape what's going on and they have to add twists and do things like if a trader is eliminated, they will oftentimes allow them to try to recruit a faithful to their side and, and turn them to the dark side, essentially. So this season, I think, is is uh, leaps and bounds better. Sari was amazing last season. Love Sari. Um, but I think overall, Trader seasons two, Season 2 has been a really good season, and I'm excited to see how the rest of it plays out. And... Um, yeah, I, I'm I I've actually gotten Chris, my friend turned roommate, who originally was like, I don't want to watch the show. I made him watch like one or two episodes of season one, and he was like, I'm not into this. And now he still doesn't really like it, but he wants like he's he gets he's excited to watch it when we watch it. It's the weirdest it's kind of the weirdest thing. I've gotten him he's not a reality competition person. Um, and he's not so much into Survivor. So, like, if if he's not in the room, like, he won't come out to the living room to watch Survivor. But he liked um, uh, Amazing Race. So I'd always make sure that I, I would wait to watch Amazing Race until we were both able to watch it at the same time. So now Traders is the same way. Now it's like, okay, it's 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 roomy Traders watching time. Let's do this. Um, uh, BJ, Eric, have either of you watched Traders or Traders Season 2? I have not. I um I didn't even know it was a thing until I was just strategically looking it up while while you were talking about it. Um so I I, I looked it up, so now at some point the algorithm's gonna start tossing clips my way on either like my Instagram reels or TikTok. So probably gonna wind up watching it uh either while while I'm on TDY because I'm getting dangerously close to catching up to all my Star Trek shows. So I'm like, I'll need something. I'll need something to, to watch. So that sounds like something to pick up. Yeah, I haven't watched any of the iterations either. Um, but a lot of like the queer podcasts I listen to, they talk about it. And just about all of gay Twitter talks about the traitors all the time. So... I'm trying to avoid as many spoilers in the hopes that eventually I'll sit down and watch it. Um, I have heard that both UK and Australia are really good iterations of it. Um, and I know, I think Canada also did one because I think uh, Fierce Alicious was on it. 
yes, I forgot that Canada just got its own, and Fierce Delicious was uh, part of the cast for theirs. A queen I'm not exactly a fan of, but I'd be interested to see how how they did on on that iteration of it. Um, the funny part is that I think. I don't know about Australia, but I think UK season one and America season one from a a uh, an outline standpoint are exactly the same. Mm-hmm. It's like, welcome. Here's this challenge. Here's this challenge. Here's this challenge. <laughs> episode by episode. So it's kind of funny where it's like, all right, well, I guess, you know, it's just replacing the people. Um, and this season we got a British uh, politician, uh, a former member of parliament. And it's like, do they not want you on the UK version? Like, why are you on the US version of the traders? I don't understand this, but oh, that's I think you would. In- yeah, I think you would enjoy it, Eric. BJ, like, you'll 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 find entertainment in it for sure. But um, with so much Big Brother and Survivor representation, I think Eric, you will associate with it more because there are some really like key players, um, Dan and Janelle were on uh were are i forget where they're at at this point um they're part of the cast for season two dr will just made an appearance like there's a bunch of stuff that really it's very heavily like survivor and um big brother and then other like the other stuff you know other shows get a sprinkling here and there like ryan lochte was on season one because he had you know a a season of a show like it's it's kind of ridiculous and to I was kind of happy to see some challenge representation on this one because they do have such a long history between real world road rules and then the challenge itself. So there's a rich history for, for them to pull from, which is funny considering what I've mentioned were all um, CBS and Paramount shows. And this is on Peacock. So (laughs) it's kind of odd, (laughs) but yeah, we may be in, we may be in the same thing anyways. I was gonna say we we're it's in the we're in the market for Paracock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the traders season two airing on Peacock. Um I know Canada and uh UK are on Peacock. I have to check and see if or UK and Australia, I'm sorry, are definitely on Peacock. I haven't seen Canada on like the home screen, but I'll have to check that out and, and I can report back on that. But check it out if you're watching. Hit me up. Let me know. I would like to uh, see what you think about the season of the traders and uh, the the cliffhanger that we were left on last week. Well, this uh, by the time this goes out, the, we'll find out what that cliffhanger ended up being. But uh, there's lots going on, so I would love to hear what y'all have to say about the traders. Dear listeners, we appreciate you. We are so thankful that you're here. We've been doing this for a long time, and we wouldn't keep on doing this if it wasn't for you. So with that, we thank you, and we ask for one more thing. Go check out our website, playmontro.com. And uh, if you feel so inclined, why not head over to your favorite podcast player and leave us a review and uh, a little rating, a little five-star rating. Pretend we're your Uber drivers, and uh, you, we've provided you with water and a phone charger, and we didn't talk to you during your Uber ride, except we're talking to you for like an hour and a half at any given time. So, you know, just pretend <laughs> like it was a quiet ride. Pretend. <laughs> but give us a five-star rating. Check out our website. 
Um, we have our Threadless shop linked on our website as well. If you want some flame on swag, you can copy yourself some cool shit there. And uh, yeah, keep on doing what you're doing and listening to us here on Flame On. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. All right, let's carry on. Eric. Bring us the third topic. So I'm going to be talking about some shows on the streaming service I've been using the most lately, which is Dropout. Um, I need to get a subscription because someone hasn't shared theirs with me, but no. I don't know who. That's that's rude of them. (laughs) It's not very... Uh, socialist of them. Um, <laughs> but... This password sharing commune is a little barren in the dropout area. It's the future um, the liberals want. <laughs> but dropout, if anybody doesn't know, is an independent ad-free um, comedy, uh, mostly improv um, service um, run out of people in the LA area. Um, and uh, what was it before? It was formerly college humor. There you go. Which, yep. Um, <laughs> and, some great sketches, but I mean, very Mary Kate still fucking holds up to this day. Just <laughs> yeah. And uh, Elaine Carroll is the wife of the person who saved this platform and turned it into dropout. Yep. Sam Reich. Yes. Um, oh, and, I didn't know he was married to her. Yes. Yep. Yeah. The very handsome and dapper Sam Reich. I think he's, he's adorable. Cute. Yeah. He's, he's great. Eric's um, like, can I just talk about my topic, please? <laughs> Y'all are just talking all about my shit. Sorry, Eric. I'll, I told you, you have to follow BJ's pattern and just keep talking. <laughs> yes, and then I can't say shit. You can't give him an in. You give him an in, it's all over. <laughs> so, some of the shows on there that I keep up with, uh, Dirty Laundry just ended their third season, um, which is a fun... It's kind of like uh, a drinking game all around Never Have I Ever type kind of uh, situations. And uh, one that's new is has their first season going is very important people, 
um, hosted by Vic Michaelis, where they take a comedian and they give them a complete um, blind makeover. So the person doesn't know what they're being transformed into, sometimes even with prosthetics and everything. And so they're revealed um, to the comedian like 10 minutes before this uh, improvised interview. So they have to come up with a character and uh, get through kind of it sort of feels a little like um, between two ferns, kind of that vibe to it. Oh, uh, um, okay. But that's a lot of fun. And um, Dimension 20, which is a... Shoot, what do they call it? Um, Critical Role? Yeah, a Critical Role-esque. It's... um, uh, There's a term they use for them now. But whatever. It's uh, D&D, various D&D campaigns. And the one that's going on right now is uh, Fantasy High Junior Year. So it's the third season of these characters. Um, adventuring party who's trying to get through high school. They're in their junior year now. And they're dealing with things like college prep and um, double majoring and running for student government, all while saving the world from various oh, uh, entities. Isn't isn't that the season with Baron from the Baronies? The little skeleton that's, boy? That sounds... that. It's probably that's probably from sophomore year, which I didn't watch. I uh, just watched a recap. I just watched a recap of it. Um, but I think freshman year and I think sophomore year are both available on YouTube because um, they pu- put out a lot of their older seasons of Dimension Twenty on YouTube um, to help people get caught up. Um, and then we mentioned him earlier, Sam Reich. He the new season of Game Changer just started this week which it's um kind of an improv game changer uh game show where the contestants don't know what game show they'll be playing um until they get there and start playing it and uh it's produced a a lot of great clips on the internet usually involving (laughs) brennan lee mulligan getting really mad (laughs) and the first episode is no exception uh, to that. Um, Get in because, the comments. Because Brennan is... He's always going to do his best to win the episode. And this episode was all about you get points if you're second place. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, if you're middle, if you're middle of the road. <laughs> exactly. It completely goes against everything Brennan stands for, um, which is always fantastic. And coming up later um, this month, I think uh, the new season of Um Actually is going to be coming back with a new host. And um, Mike Trapp is stepping away. I'm mad about that. If he is great, don't get me wrong. And I'm sure that he's going to do a great job as host. Yeah. But I mean, I'm on Miss Trap. I haven't watched in forever because I don't have dropouts. So I watch the, yeah. uh, whatever is free on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, but I watch, I've watched, I think almost all of the ones that are on YouTube and trap is just so good in that role. Uh, but yeah. the trailer for, was it season seven or eight, eight, eight season, eight, yeah. eight. Yeah. Um, 
it's so it's so cute and it's it's very Doctor Who um, coded and uh, not coded. It's it's a Doctor Who takeoff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Like, it, it's just, but no, if he Wadi Way will be will be great. If he is always fun on the panel, so yes. this will be, be fantastic. And there's going to be an episode with um, drag queens. Uh, there's an episode with uh, Juju B, Monet, and uh, your favorite Trinity. Um, I know. I was going to say, they, <laughs> I feel like I feel like they uh, had them there for like x like x amount of time and shot as many episodes of as many different shows as possible because they did um, Dungeons and Drag Queens yeah. as part of Dimension Twenty. Um, I haven't seen it, but I've seen clips of them on Dirty Laundry. At least uh, Juju, Alaska, and maybe Monet. I think the three of them on Dirty Laundry. And I then I saw the fourth like, one was on that. But yeah, I don't it was remember. the three of them for sure. Because it wasn't yeah. Bob. Uh, no, like I feel like Bob had like Bob. They had Bob for one day and did all of Dimension Twenty. Yeah. And then <laughs> Juju B, Alaska, and and Monet had a couple of extra days. Uh, but then yeah, I saw Trinity as the the, the third one. I was like, oh, yay. Yay. But Dungeons and Drag Queen, they did announce that there will be a second season of Dungeons and Drag Queens. So, um, yes. But drop, but uh, that's all, everything I've been watching on Dropout. Um, it's just great. It's just fun. It's, there's never any commercials that you have to pay extra to avoid. Um <laughs> The two ninety nine jab at uh, Amazon Prime. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Eric's gonna have Amazon. Jeff Bezos, who doesn't? I mean, it, it, it's it's gonna be he's gonna be coming for you. No, that's great, Eric. I definitely want to uh, get a subscription. I should have done it during like the the Thanksgiving Black Friday sale and gotten like twenty percent off. I need to. I need to find an episode of an old episode of Sibling Rivalry where they talked about it and see if their code still works. Please. No, my that joke was not funny enough for you, Eric. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Eric said you were not. You, you know, not, it made it work. Who's now? Who's to say? <laughs> Uh, well, Dropout, uh, check it out. Dropout.tv is the website, correct? I think. Yep. If I'm not mistaken. Okay. That's <laughs> Eric correct. Like, let, let me type it in real quick. All right. <laughs> let us exit the loving embrace of our topics for the month and head on over to those delightful things that give us life. Let's do a round of one-ups, y'all. It is a new year, new one-ups, more fun things to mention. And if uh, it's your first time listening to our show, these are little nuggets of upcoming things or maybe things that we've partaken in that um, that gave us life. But maybe we just don't have enough to talk about for a full topic. So we uh, we do these little short rounds of uh, of goodness for you at the end of our episodes. I'm going to throw it back over to BJ for your one-up. What you got for us? 
Um, so a lot of things have dropped. We've gotten a couple of trailers. Um, I know Nintendo had a Nintendo Direct uh, today, uh, but something that released today that I had no idea, I thought it was still on the rumor mill, um, but the Borderlands trailer dropped today based on the video game. You um, mean the, the Guardians of the Galaxy 4 trailer? <laughs> oh! And yes, 100%. <laughs> Had had I not played the games, I would 100% be like, oh, okay, so it's Guardians of the Galaxy, just like not not Marvel. Um, but I'm very interested to see what they do, how they craft the story and everything, because you've got Kevin Hart, Bobby Lee, Kate Blanchett as the main character, um, Ariana Greenblatt, um, you've got Jack Black plays Crap Claptrap, and then you've got Jamie Lee Curtis um, as one of the main cast as well. So I'm just like, oh, fresh off that Oscar win, she's just gonna, she's just gonna go on, go on to to do whatever she can think of that's weird. Um, so yeah, it's it's definitely a hodgepodge of a lot of characters that's that normally some of them weren't introduced until the second game. Um, but yeah, I'm very excited to see uh, see how this how this turns out because it's a very weird, um, self referential, self aware sort of um, series. So I'm very interested to see how how what they do with the uh, with the movie. But yeah, it looks really funny. Um, definitely give the trailer a watch if you're a fan of the game series. Um, definitely think about. Uh, watching the trailer because it it looks fun but yeah 100 percent. it about halfway through it i'm like i'm like this is a very this is a very nuanced song for this trailer and it feels <laughs> i could have even sworn that this that the song they used was the same as something they used in one of the guardians trailers i think the i think it's the same artist or the same band or whatever like <laughs> yeah no 100 but at the same i um, don't remember i can't remember it was um I definitely didn't watch it while I was also on a Zoom meeting at work. <laughs> never. You would never steal never time like that. that from your employer. Ever, ever. It. Uh, I've seen. I've never. I've never. I, I never played. I've never played this. I don't honestly know if I even knew about this game beforehand, but it has been all over fucking Twitter for the last couple of days, even before the trailer dropped, I have seen so many references to it. And then the poster and the trailer and it's all over. Yeah. I, I think it was last night before we involved to... with it. <laughs> yeah, it was electric lights orchestra. Uh, oh, song, do you? Yeah, so it's a different. It's I. I'm ninety percent sure they used an Electric Lights orchestra song somewhere yeah. within the Guardians of the Galaxy like soundtracks and whatnot. I'm almost hundred. I don't think they used that same song, but they one hundred percent have used that band in mm-hmm. one of either a trailer or it's on one of the soundtracks or something for one of the Guardians. Of, but granted, Guardians of the Galaxy has had three movies, and at this point, three movies and a special. So at this point, like, all classic movies, if you use anything that's kind of like a band from, like, the 80s or 70s in a trailer, it's going to be, it's going to sound like a Guardians of the Galaxy trailer. Like, it's just kind of how it is now. They have a, a monopoly on it. It, it just, it just, it just very... <laughs> 
it just very much surprised me that it didn't feel anything like an Eli Roth movie. Yes. Like it, it the way it was cut and edited the trailer, it just felt exactly like something James Gunn would do. Yeah. And, but also but also Borderlands is honestly very something James Gunn would do. It, <laughs> Borderlands every single game is very James Gunn. Honestly, honestly, it's just a matter of which level of James Gunn you're going to get. Are you going to get like are you going to get uh the Suicide Squad or are you going to get Guardians of the Galaxy? And I think Borderlands is probably going to sandwich itself some is some sandwich itself somewhere in the middle. Um, but no, it, it looks fun. I mean, I always, I love, I love, uh, I love Kate Blanchett and I love Jamie Lee Curtis. So, and I like Jack Black, but that's for perverted reasons. Not, um, he is talented, <laughs> but it's mostly for perverted reasons. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, I'm excited. I'm, I, I'll, I'll end up seeing it. I mean, personally, I'm going to wind up probably going to see Madam Webb because I, it's, Everybody says that I've seen so many videos of people walking out of the theater laughing so hard they're crying. I have to, I have to see it. I have to know. Wait, do you so. hate yourself that much? <laughs> I mean, not as much as I did a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, fake laughter to hide real tears. Oh, so that's how we that's how we do it. That's how people in their forties do it. BJ, welcome, welcome to the club. <laughs> All right, so Borderlands trailer's out now. Let us know if you are excited for it. Eric, what you got for us in the one up Zipatamanto? So I have a couple quick things before my one up. They're like half one ups. Um, Miley Cyrus's performance at the Grammys of Flowers was fantastic, and I've watched it many times. Um, I just won my first Grammy! Um, don't act like you don't know that song. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Me, every also, time I sing a random shirt, a random song <laughs> at karaoke. Don't act like you don't know this song! It's an I, can obscure... see you, I can definitely see you doing that now, from now on. Uh, <laughs> Someone did it at karaoke after after the Grammys did performance. They? <laughs> they did flowers, and they did like, I just won my first I was like, oh, you beat me to it. Um, also, something I'm excited about is on Mondays, Jon Stewart is back hosting The Daily Show through the election, um, which is great. Loved him on The Daily Show before. Um but my one up is going to be uh, Beyonce ruling the country world. She's like, Beyonce, you know what? She's ruling the country world. Oh, sorry. I just wanted to do a, a RuPaul's Drag Race Brooklyn Heights reference. <laughs> Beyonce, <laughs> what? Beyonce? <laughs> <laughs> Get some New York in here. I mean, <laughs> I was gonna say, okay, New York. <laughs> no, but uh, at the end of her commercial d- during the Super Bowl, which was that was the most t- most words I've heard Beyonce speak at once in a long fucking time. <laughs> uh, she said in the commercial she was going to break the internet or 
or at least Verizon's network by dropping new music. And I thought it was just part of the commercial. I was like, oh, she's just saying that because she's surprise dropped stuff before. Uh, but no, she decided, oh, yeah, I am going to drop two songs on you um, from Act Two. Hasn't given the full name of Act Two yet, um, unless it's just, I don't think it's just Renaissance Act Two. Um, that was, it was Act One colon Renaissance. And now okay. it's Act Two. So I'm sure with the album, probably with the album announcement, we'll get the title or like kind of designation of what Act Two is. That's my thought. Yeah, yeah. probably. Which should be coming out soon because it's just over a month away. Um, mm-hmm. Right, March 24th. Yeah. But she dropped yeah. the first two singles from Act Two, uh, which are Texas Hold'em and 16 Carriages. And everybody's going crazy about it. So many people were rushing to be the first reactors uh, to do it. Um, And I have a preference for Texas Hold'em myself. I like the more upbeat. 16 Carriages is more Um, uh, ballad-y. But... Yeah, people are trying to get country radio stations to play it. And I think it was Oklahoma. There was a news article about them saying, no, we don't play Beyonce. And there was such a public outlash. They're like, okay, now we play Beyonce. Um, (laughs) But she is the first black female to top the Billboard country music chart um, Mm -hmm. ever. And... Um, the highest previous uh, before Beyonce was Linda Martell, who peaked at number 22 with Color Him Father in 1969, which is an artist and song I have never heard of before. Uh, it's Tracy Martell's mother. Wow. That's the mama that's the mama <laughs> that's being referenced in Mama Don't Make Me Put on the Dress Again. Um but I'm sure you two have heard both songs, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> what? No, I honestly I haven't. I've heard bits I've heard the part that's been the TikTok sound with the dance. I've I've heard that part of Texas Hold'em. Yeah. But I have so funny enough. Um, I was hosting karaoke the night of the Super Bowl because that's what I do on Sunday nights, and um, we were joking around because you know Taylor Swift did her concert in Tokyo, and then um, time traveled backwards <laughs> through time <laughs> to who make it back to the Super Bowl um, because she landed in like she landed in L.A. like before. Like technically the end of her concert, like if you yeah. just looking at the times, um, but you know that's how powerful Taylor Swift is. Time zones are Antichrist. weird. <laughs> yeah, she's the Antichrist and a time traveler. Who fucking knew? Um, she's the devil. But, <laughs> uh, she. So Chris and I were talking about it because you know we're at the we're at the bar. It was a little slower until the Super Bowl was over. And uh, we're joking around because I've been waiting for her to announce Reputation, Taylor's version. Everybody was like, 
every Swifty has been a fucking clown for the last like couple of months thinking it's going to happen since November. And then like, oh, everything went black and white on her Instagram, all this, blah, blah, blah. And then at the Grammys, she announced a new album. And we're like, <laughs> oh, I'm mad, but I'm not mad, but I'm mad, but I'm not mad. So we were uh, we were joking around that Taylor would drop or, or would announce Taylor uh, reputation Taylor's version at the end of the Super Bowl. Like the 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 lights would all go out in the in the uh, the arena, and then it would be like <laughs> Reputation Taylor's version, <laughs> like completely upstage Travis Kelsey and the Kansas City Chiefs and their Super Bowl win, and make that her her stage to announce the the, the album. Yeah, so, like at the, the Super Bowl, around. like down on the field, he gets down on one knee, and she goes, "I'm gonna let you finish, but first, <laughs> Reputation Taylor's version." <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Like, <laughs> just just gonna do this real quick. Uh, there's just snakes everywhere. It's fucking crazy. But uh, but then I got home from the bar that night, and uh, do you know how I found out about Beyonce releasing new songs? Because Kesha tweeted something about like Beyonce, what the fuck, or something like that, and I was like, wait, what? And that's how I found out that Beyonce announced Act Two and released two songs. <laughs> I can't believe you were at a gay bar the whole night and nobody said a word. Yeah, right. How was nobody know. just going through Twitter and then like just saying, and then no clue, not a clue because you, I one hundred percent agree with you. I thought somebody would have mentioned it. <laughs> And they did not. And uh, so I just I haven't gotten around to listen. I'm bad at listening to new music. Like most of the time, if I'm if I'm listening to stuff, I just put on comfort stuff, stuff I've already listened to, or I'm listening to podcasts. So getting new music into my ears is sometimes tough. So I I I, I still haven't listened to Renaissance. I'll, I'll just say it like it, that's horrible. And in Black History Month of all times to say that. Um, I, I I'll just I'm waiting for Act Three to come out. I'm just gonna binge all three. I'm just gonna <laughs> I'm waiting for it all all to come out, and I'll listen Wait. to everything in one shot. Pat's one ups next year in two years will be Beyonce Renaissance <laughs> Act One Renaissance <laughs> Act Two Act Three. But I want to pull an Eric and come back around <laughs> to it two years later and be like, so I listened to this great new thing. You might have heard of it. It's called Act One Renaissance. Here's what happened. <laughs> but I can't wait for her to go back to the CMAs and perform again and uh, watch all those people who were hating on her and the and the chicks to be like, Oh, she came back. Because <laughs> I, I have watched, I have watched that performance of Daddy's Lessons a lot. Because that's a lot of fun. Yeah, this will be good. This will be good. Maybe we'll get some. Maybe there'll be some visuals. Probably not, <laughs> but we'll see what she, happens. She released uh, visual videos. Um, they're really bare bones, but they're. They're there. Like her outfit. Yeah. Her exactly. last outfit. <laughs> oh, good times. Act two, Beyonce, 16 carriages, and 
Texas Hold'em. I'm surprised you didn't. Two things. One, I'm surprised you didn't mention the fact that gay Twitter is going crazy because in the tr- in the like trailer, quote unquote trailer for um, these Act Two, the Act Two, she's in a taxi that's reminiscent of the taxi that she and Gaga drove off in at the end of Telephone. So all of the faggots are like, finally, we're getting the the, the end of the to be continued from Telephone. <laughs> Well, and, yeah, uh, Gaga, oh. Gaga will just put it back on her uh, pink Joanne hat, and it'll be a countrified telephone. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, can you imagine if she re-recorded video phone in a country version and put it on Act 2 and did the video with Gaga? God. Because that was, that was the... Okay, so telephone took off, video phone did not take off. And I think that's why we never got a video uh, for that to be continued. I think it's because video phone, the Beyonce featuring Lady Gaga song did not go anywhere. But I'm also surprised. (laughs) I'll say this. that You did not mention the Wicked trailer. Yeah, there uh, it's it's out there. (laughs) All right. I, I, I liked it. I'm just waiting to see more. I'm excited for Cynthia Revo. Yeah. That's a, that's, that's, I'm excited that's for Bo and Yang. I'm, I'm excited, excited for, for Ariana Ar- 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 Grande to do her, her annoying laugh. Her <laughs> I'm excited for uh, Jonathan Bailey. I'm excited for Michelle Yao. I'm excited for uh, Jeff Goldblum. Oh yeah. Okay. It looks very pretty. Although, it does. Although I, somebody on Twitter said um you know it's very it's very ballsy of a movie to uh split into two parts uh with a show that notoriously goes downhill very quickly or or does not have a very strong act 2 to put that as the <laughs> second the second movie that's coming out. Like, hmm, you know, not wrong. Yeah. I'll be interested to see if yeah. they pulled some more of the book elements for for the second half of it. Oh, I yeah. Think they, I, think, I think they... I, what, from what I've heard people say is that they've pulled a lot of book stuff and made it a little darker than what just the sh- uh, Broadway show is. Oh. Um, I'm curious, though, if, 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 if in the trailer they actually... Because they, they shot both movies at the same time. I'm thinking there's footage in that trailer that's also from the second movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. And it's it's weird because like Divine Gravity is obviously the end of Act One, but Act One is like two thirds of the movie, and Act Two is only a third of the movie. So it yeah. feels weird to stop the movie there. But do you know how many faggots will revolt and burn <laughs> shit down if we don't get Divine Gravity in the first movie? <laughs> I will. I will, I will, I'll tear this town apart. So I don't know. I'm curious. I'm curious to see how it is. I'm cautiously optimistic about it. But that's me. So, okay. Beyonce, country, all hail Beyonce. Beyonce, what? Um, My one up. um, I will take a page of Eric's book this time and uh, give you a quick little, (laughs) another March thing that's coming out that I'm super excited about. the Eras Tour, Taylor's version, the extended like full concert plus extra acoustic surprise songs is coming to Disney Plus on March 15th. 
uh, if I'm not mistaken on the date there. I will finally get to watch the concert at home. I did not pay for it and go see it in the theater. I did not rent it on uh, any of the platforms it was streaming on. I've been waiting for this day where it will be on a free service that I already pay for. Technically, I don't pay for it because Verizon does, but I pay for my phone. So, hey, I guess I do. <laughs> uh, but but uh, we're getting all of the songs, I believe, plus uh, four extra acoustic songs from the two song acoustic uh, surprise set. So the extended, fully, fully fleshed out Taylor's version of the Eras Tour hits Disney Plus in Mar- on March 15th. But five days later on Disney Plus... One of the things I have been waiting for for longer than I, I even thought I was waiting for it. X-Men 97 is finally dropping. We got a Deadpool and Wolverine uh, Wolverine trailer on Super Bowl Sunday. Mm-hmm. And on Wednesday, so what, four days later, X-Men 97 got their trailer. And <laughs> oh my god, I am so excited. Uh, Professor X is dead. This picks up at the end of X-Men, the animated series. Um, everything is still canon from from that show. Um, all of our favorites are back. Morph is back uh, in a lighter take in his non-binary status, which is destroying all the conservatives' minds. Um, <laughs> but how did you know, he come well, back? Did he Morph come back, back at the end of... Yeah. He was in a lot of it. Not a lot of it, but he came back like three times. Okay, because I thought he died in like the first episode. Episode two. Yeah. Yeah. yeah to the center. They. Yeah. yeah, they brought because uh, he was uh, was it like Changeling in the comics. They apparently had to change his name for the animated series because of DC and a character and like rights with that, so they changed mm-hmm. his name to Morph. But they wanted an obscure character that they could kill in the because the first two episodes were back to back. They yeah. wanted someone that they could kill in in episode two to uh, like essentially put stakes into the show. So they had Morph as part of the team. But Morph gained like such a like a, a fan base off of those two episodes that they brought him back and he was under Sinister's brainwashing thinking uh, that they okay. left that they left him behind for dead and he was like That's a villain. Funny. And then he came back and wasn't under Sinister's control anymore, but then had PTSD, so they, he went away to like get help. <laughs> so I guess now he's he's had therapy. He's he called BetterHelp. He did some uh, <laughs> some some uh, <laughs> telehealth visits with a a, a, a therapist. Um, but yeah, he's back. Um, and fucking conservative Twitter is going crazy. They're like. X Men went woke, and it's like, oh, baby, you've never, you've never seen X Men before, have you? Right. The allegory for civil rights movement for uh, other people, like those who are other people who are in the minority. Yeah, no, no, that, that's just been. Morph just watched She-Ra and the Princess of the Power and thought Double Trouble was a cool character, and was like, I want to go for <laughs> that. I mean. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Um, but yeah, we see things like a a hunky uh, Cyclops in his uh, basketball shirt. Um, we see Gambit light up Wolverine's claws with his kinetic energy. Um, we see Rogue's flat ass. They took away her ass. They said, no ass for you. Um, my favorite has been the, the edit where they took... Um, 
is a, a still from X-Men, the animated series where Apocalypse is standing in the background and Rogue is like laid out on the like like leaning but laying on the ground and like her ass cheeks are just there. They flipped it. So Rogue is standing in the background and a caked up apocalypse is lying on the ground and like, oh, this is this is what we need. This is the future liberals want. Um, <laughs> but one of the big things that is included in there is a very pregnant Jean Grey. But mm-hmm. but who's the father? If you are <laughs> who's who's the mother? Uh, <laughs> And and it's a small butt because they took away all the the juicy asses. Um, it if you know one the comics and the Inferno uh, storyline, uh, Cable's backstory at all, um, and the fact that we've already been spoiled on the fact that Madeline Pryor is going to be in this show has a figure that's coming out. Which by the way, I want that figure. Um, Cable Nate Nate is going to get born into this this universe. So it's probably not Jean Grey that's pregnant. It's probably Madeline Pryor. And they don't know that it's Madeline Pryor. So they're probably going to fuck mm-hmm. around with the the origin of Madeline. But Madeline Pryor is going to be there. Cable's going to be there. Or at least Cable is a baby. Inferno looks like it'll be is, is a part of it. I think it's actually one of the titles of one of the episodes. I am so fucking excited. I am so immensely. Like when, when we say these are the things giving us life, this is legit giving me life i am so fucking excited for this yeah i can't wait i had to i had to just catch my breath oh good times <laughs> yes i know i know i don't want to talk about it more i know we were going to talk about it once it comes out but how to include that as a one-up bj eric thank you for joining me you out there listening, thank you for taking this journey with us. Let us know what you are enjoying right now. Let us know if you've seen any of the things that we've talked about, uh, if they are giving you life, if you have any thoughts on them. We'll be back in two weeks. We're going to do drag next time. I promise you that. I know I said it at the end of December, um, but schedules were not the best at that moment in time. We will do drag. We're going to cover a lot of drag. Uh, season 16. Where, I'm going to uh, makeup then. Yes. Get on it. Let's do this. We can go get into high horde drag and, and be uh we're not gonna be a drag, we'll just be a queen. But we're gonna talk season sixteen, we'll talk UK versus the world two, we'll talk some UK five. Um I don't think any of us have watched Espania All Stars, so we may not do that. Sorry, Luke. Um but we'll talk drag next uh, next time. I yeah, I haven't just, I started watching it and fell asleep. I just haven't gotten back to it. Um I, I do enjoy the Espania girls, so I will get to it, but probably not before we talk about it in uh, in our next episode. But until we meet next time, dear listeners, bye, bitch. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 